is the Cliffo and Bronte podcast. Uh, Cliffo and Bronte podcasting. Hey. Very, very tired Bronte Langbrook today. Always. Here for two days. Exhausted. Not really here today, so it's been a big one day of effort for Bronte this week. And you know what? Yesterday was probably a bit of a COVID haze, so arguably no <laughs> days. <laughs> Look, there's always next week. There's oh, always next week. You can, a girl can hope. A girl um, can hope. We had some funny callers. We put it out there. What unsexy thing do you, in fact, find sexy? Yeah, we've got a... Lots of calls. A, probably a new favourite friend of the show who shared something. Oh, yeah. Mm. We've kept her number. Yes. Uh, it's not every day you get an exotic dancer call the show. No, I love it. Uh, we put it out there. Our tuck shock top five. That's, oh, it's gosh. a real tongue twister. Tuck shock top five. Say that ten times fast. I don't want to. Uh, we had a caller on the show yesterday or on the pod yesterday as well you would have heard her Angie who's a tuck shop lady yeah and we talked about how everything's healthy now I know but it never used to be oh not back in our day goodness gracious plus endometriosis awareness month with Ellie Angel mobs mm, this was such an interesting chat because Bindi Owen spoke about her battle with endometriosis and it made us realise there is a lot about this oh, disease we don't know there's so much mm. um, and it's just so prevalent in our society yes. so it's something we should all be across so definitely you want to hear that it's coming up on the Cliffo and Bronte podcast. I just want to run you through mine and I think a lot of people's new TikTok obsession is watching sovereign citizens argue with police. Oh, is this what's on your FYP at the moment? Yeah. Okay. Man, I tell you what, the old... um, TikTok algorithm picks up pretty damn quickly. Doesn't it? What you're into. Um, and obviously I've hung around for a few of these videos, so they're pumping more into my feed. But if you're not across a sovereign citizen, a sovereign citizen is essentially someone who lives in Australia, drives on Australian roads, probably has an Australian job, mm. uses Australian resources. But when they get in trouble by the cops, they go, oh, I'm not an Australian citizen. I've declared myself a sovereign citizen. So yep. you can't charge me. Yep. And look, Speak to any lawyer. Like, it's not based in fact. No, which is why they are promptly arrested, as they should be. So here's the latest one that's gone viral. This was put out. Um, it's a very patient Victorian police officer yep. with a so-called sovereign citizen. What, what crime is there? What just, crime has well, been committed? There's been a traffic offence committed. Right? Well, no. When you are required, when you committed a traffic offence, to give me your name and address and produce your licence. Travelling in my private No, you can call it whatever you like, but I'm telling you, you're driving a motor vehicle in Victoria. As as such, you must comply with all the rules and legislations of Victoria. Explain it. What no? law? Traffic legislation. Road Safety Act. Travelling so it's an act, it's not a law. Are you going to comply with those obligations? Oh, jeez. Right up. It's easy. Oh, whoa, whoa. That's it. You're under arrest for failing to state your name and address. So you've just reached in. Yeah, absolutely. If your eyes rolled back any further, <laughs> they'd fall out of your head. <laughs> Was it that obvious? <laughs> so it's not a law. It's an act. Oh, my God. I mean, that's their vibe. You just kill them with questions. But I want to just put it out there, like a warning to anyone. If you ever thought, hey, that's a good idea. If I'm ever pulled over, I'll hit record. I'll be a sovereign citizen. Mm. Um, you're not going to get away with that shit if you're in America. No, God, no. Because those cops, they have tasers. And yes. they are not afraid to use them. Yes. Um, here's one that I found that just recently happened in the States. <laughs> How you doing, I'm good, officer. How are you? Good. Need to see your license and insurance, please. Can I get your name and badge number for the record, please? Cochran with Potter Springs Police Department. Are you conducting an investigation? Yes, sir, I am. I have you for speeding, 72 and a 55. Is speed, so I need to see your driver's Is speeding license. a crime? Yes, it is. Can you prove that I'm driving? Sir, I need to see your license and proof of insurance. Am I driving? Yes, sir. 
No, I'm not. I'm traveling. And it is not a crime for me to travel. What you may have is is the opportunity to read. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Window smashed. Oh. Ah, this is assault. This is assault. And you broke in my windows. I do not consent. Taser I out. do not consent. Oh, this is police brutality. I'm fixing brutality. the issue. I'm fixing Stop. The this is police brutality. I haven't done anything. I'll you again. Ooh. Yeah, no. I mean, I know Australian police officers have tasers I know. as well. I mean, look, I for one wouldn't be against them using them more. It would certainly spice up the end of my TikTok Ooh. videos. <laughs> I've, I've been stewing something over for a few weeks. Do you think we need to start Fridays with like a song or something? Yeah, I, I can sing if you'd like. Like I can do a song or I can do like a performance. Oh, God. Do you or... ever say something and then immediately regret the words that just came out of your mouth? No, I think you're right. I think we need a feel-good Friday yeah. banger. Every day, like every Friday. Yeah. Because Monday to Thursday, whatevs. Yeah, you know, right. Fridays, we could just chuck on a bit of Rebecca Black. Or... Yes. What's that song called that goes... It's Friday then. Yeah, it's Saturday, Saturday Sunday, Sunday. What? Yeah, but it's maybe. It's Friday then. Should we open it up? I know we haven't spoken about this, but sh- uh, is there a song that you out there listening want to hear every single Friday to start your week, right? I mean, let's throw producer Alicia straight under the bus. <laughs> Thirteen ten sixty. Is there a song we should just launch into every at the start Friday. of the show every Friday? Or is there something that's going to come organically now that we're aware that we want yeah. this to happen? Either way. Like anything that's not you yeah. performing oh, just solo what? by yourself down the mic. If no one calls, that's what's going to happen right, next Friday. No, no, no. For the love of God. <laughs> How should we start the show every Friday? Adam on 131060, what's your suggestion? Uh, surfing Bird by the Trash Men every Friday. I didn't know. From now on. What is that? What's... <laughs> I, I think I know it. Yeah, it is the one. I, it's the one Peter That's Griffin did. Well, a bird, bird, bird. But birds are weird. Well, a bird, bird, bird. Well, a bird is a weird. Well, a bird, bird. But birds are weird. Well, a bird, bird, bird. But birds are weird. Well, a bird. So that's Peter Griffin. Obviously, we want the original by the Trashman. We don't have that in the system. Absolutely not. It's way too old. But thank you for the suggestion, Adam. Choose <laughs> next on thirteen ten sixty. What should be our Friday song, mate? My song is I just got paid. It's real party vibes, but it's also kind of end of the week vibes as well. Oh, I haven't heard this song before. But Stu, we get paid every other week, so we can't like. So what fortnightly? Every Friday, we don't. We can't use it. Okay, I'm going I'm to tell you one thing. I know, Stu. but I, I think the title is symbolism for the end of the week. Ah. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing, Stu. It's better than Adam's suggestion. Which <laughs> is well, a bird, bird, bird. But birds are well, a bird, bird, bird. Yeah, between well, the two. Well, well, a bird, oh. bird. Remix. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, oh. Stu. Thank you. Can you beat Bronte? need to ask you some questions. This is awesome, Polly. You're not starting work till midday today, so you've got a bit of a lady of luxury morning planned. I know, I do, yes. What are you doing? Make us jealous. Well, I've got to go get a blood test first. So oh. I'm meeting a friend for bre- brekkie, a big brekkie, and getting our nails done. So that's a bit exciting. Ooh. I will say the Lady of Luxury thing, I was referring more to the brekkie <laughs> and the nails, not so much the blood test. <laughs> but that's good. No, that's, hope- my, 
Yeah, that's my little reward for it. Oh, hope oh, good. it goes well. Good on you, mate. Yeah. Um, hey, it's $100 cash on the line, so you could potentially be shouting breakfast. And nails. And na- nails oh, as well. Well. I could be, yeah. Maybe one or the other. Depends how small the breakfast <laughs> or how basic the nail job is. Um, Paula, we're going to put Bronte into the soundproof booth. Okay. So she'll go in there. And for you, we'll put... 30 seconds on the clock. You ready to go? Okay, yes. Your time starts now. People who live in the Arctic are more commonly known as what? Um, ice people? In the animated Disney movie, what kind of animal was Robin Hood? A fox. In what direction is a TV screen measured? Diameter. True or false, Timbuktu is a real town in Africa. False. Author Mary Shelley is best known for which novel? Oh, my God. Um, Don't know that one? Pass, no. We'll see if gets that one. She's a bit of a reader from time to time. Although she borrowed um, It Ends With Us Off Me, I reckon, about three or four months ago and hasn't picked it up yet. I say you're oh. a bit of a reader, but I lent you a book <laughs> that you were keen to read about three or four months ago. It's still beside my bed. Great. <laughs> Great paperweight. I've read the cover. I read the cover I've every read day. Read it, ah, I've read it. You can have it. Mm. Um, that may or may not be a hint there, Langers. Mm. Let's go. 30 seconds on the clock. Yep. Uh, of course, Paul is playing for the $100 cash. Good luck, mate. Your time starts now. People who live in the Arctic are more commonly known as what? Inuit? Um, in the animated Disney movie, what kind of animal was Robin Hood? A fox. In what direction is a TV screen measured? Um, width? True or false, Timbuktu is a real town in Africa. True. Author Mary Shelley is best known for which novel? A book. A book. <laughs> and she's best known for that book. I apologise. My question asking there was shocking. Oh, it's okay. Oh, the first one I was like... Yeah, that's exactly what went wrong with it. I, should, I shouldn't have owned up. I yeah, it's you. all your fault you if I lose, Cliffo. Uh, but did you? Let's go to producer Alicia to find out. So Inuit people are also known as Eskimos. I gave Bronte that because ah. Cliffo missed the word Inuit out of the question. Oh, um, I didn't know what it meant. So Bronte got that one people. correct. Paula said ice people, so that was wrong. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, Robin Hood was a fox in the Disney movie. Both of you got that one yeah, correct. Yeah, sexy as hell. Uh, okay. No? A, <laughs> Just <reality>. you. <laughs> Uh, a TV screen is measured, measured diagonally. Oh. Uh, Paula said diameter, which I have been ferociously Googling, and I don't think it's the no. same thing. No. Um, Timbuktu is a real place in Africa. Bronte got that one correct. Paula said false. And Mary Shelley is best known for writing Frankenstein. Oh. Yeah. So Lang is by one. Is that right? Ding, ding. Correct. Uh, Paula, you're going to have to shell out for Brecky and Niles yourself, mate. Oh, no, well, I'm not paying for my friend then. No. I, like many thousands of Queenslanders, went to Harry Styles' Love on Tour gig uh, on the Gold Coast last Tuesday night. You were away at the start of the week Mm. um, when he flew out of the country. Yes. You were off with the Rona. Yeah. I was like, I I don't know. I got a pang of 
Oh, because he was here for so long. He was. It was a big tour. Mm. He was really at home here for a while, making lots of headlines while he was here. But it's all, anyway, he's off to, um, he's done Wellington. Yeah. Now he's doing all of Asia, huge tour of Asia. He's booked and busy, Mr. Harry Styles. And I went down there like with my mum. She's who I attended the concert with. But because it was on the Gold Coast and I needed to do the show the next day from Brisbane, I was going to stay with one of my girlfriends, Eva, uh, and we would you know, like get the train back together after the concert and stay at her house in back Brizzy. To Brisbane. Yeah. But after the concert, that's yeah, a, that's a and it was just big day. A Anyone who went to that concert knows after the concert it was a bit of a mess in terms of like trying to get on the train to get back to Brizzy or get on any kind of public transport. They did the, the best that they could. But it ended up being that she and and her friends were going to end up back in Brisbane earlier than I would. Mm. And I would just – luckily the train station is near her house. So once I got to Brisbane, I would just call her and um, let her know that I was here and to, to come let me into her apartment. Unfortunately, I got on the last train out of the Gold Coast that did not get into Brisbane until 1.30 in the morning. She had gotten home at like 11.30 p.m., so it took a long time for me to get back to Brisbane. I ended up calling her. She came down. She let me in. You're the worst friend. I know. I know. I don't sound good. She's a great friend. Came down, let me into her apartment. Um, we went back up to her apartment. I went to the cat, went on the couch, fell asleep. She went to her room, fell asleep. I got up a couple of hours later for the show. I then get a panicked text from her while I'm doing the show on Wednesday morning at our Brisbane studios that was like, are you okay? I'm so sorry. Like, I can't believe you, like, we didn't see each other last night. Are you okay? Oh, she forgot you. Like, she, she, she forgot letting you in. She basically feels like she slept through waking up, letting me into her apartment, bringing me in, and then going back to sleep. What was her mood and demeanour like when she let you in? Like Very was- unlike her usual right. self. so it's like she wasn't there. I felt like <laughs> such a burden, obviously, because it was 1.30 in the morning. But I was like, oh, that was a weird vibe from her. Well, that's weird because she was asleep. She was literally, she feels like she was asleep and does not remember letting me into her apartment that night. God, doesn't bode well for her. She's (laughs) sitting here thinking now, God, what else has happened in my sleep? What else have I done that I don't remember? It got us thinking on 131060, what did you sleep through that you forgot? Or what did you sleep through doing that you have no idea that you did? Or just what did someone else do in their sleep that had absolutely no awareness of? Because I feel like a lot of the time we're there and we're witnessing, you know, other people who do bizarre things. Yes. Yeah, true. That's true. Like you witnessed it. Yes. I witnessed someone, I figured being conscious enough to come down apartment elevators and bring me back up, but she has absolutely no recollection of it. Uh, Danielle on 131060, what did you do in your sleep that you forgot about? (sighs) Danielle. Danielle. I'm here. Oh, I thought thought you were asleep. Oh, you called the show. um, (laughs) My three-year-old on Christmas Eve decided to urinate all over the Christmas tree (gasps) and in his sleep. And the Christmas presents. Oh, my God. That wasn't on anyone's list. Well, it was a what? On, oh, was it on anyone's list? Oh, oh good call. Uh, 
He sees you when you're pissing. Oh my, why is everyone doing that in their sleep? He th- well, you put this out there. These were coming through like a lot of toilet ones, and you're like, no, there's a lot of toilet ones. Yeah, like, I wanted people like. I thought there was gonna be. Yeah. I didn't know what you were expecting. <laughs> Heath, is Hello. yours toilet related? No, it's not. Yay. Oh, Heath, good. what did you do in your sleep? Uh, so this was back when I was a teenager. We got home after an uh, event uh, late at night. Um, at the time, my bedroom was up in the attic, about three-metre ladder climb. Yeah. Um, and it was a hot day, so we were crashed in the lounge room where the aircon was. And the next morning, found out I had climbed the ladder, changed my clothes, and come back down and slept in the lounge room in a different change of clothes. <laughs> Oh, I wish I had a costume change during the night. I wish I had an attic. I could sleep in it like a Kevin McAllister. Bougie. Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks is back Monday the 10, 11, 12, 13. Nice. Of March, March 13. Well done, you. Thank you. Good counting. Yeah. You want to know the clue? Yeah. Okay. That's what we're here for. <laughs> Thought we could just talk and hang out. Thought people just like to hear us. No? No. Okay, the clue is P. Sherman 14, Wallaby Way, Sydney. 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 S is your letter. Sydney is your free answer. Um, so we got there, so that's good. <laughs> Sydney, your Alpha Bucks clue for Monday on here. This is Queensland's Price is Right. Come on! Yeah! I love this game, but I also hate this game. Thank you very well. Oh, hello. You Sorry, Lish. Can you uh, hear me? Producer Lish. Come in. Hello. Hey, there I am. I'm doing really badly yeah, in you don't terms do well. of like three weeks in a row of not getting anything on the board. So mm. you've trawled Facebook Marketplace, Correct. Gumtree, all the secondhand websites and whatnot. And yeah. You have to try and guess how much things are being resold for. Okay. And you're really good at this and I'm really I good. don't know why. <laughs> I don't think Cliffo's really good. I think you're just that bad. That's, yeah. that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> don't tarnish me with that brush. <laughs> so it's going to be best of three. Okay. Um, Come on, Bratty. So our first item, I'm going to call this person Bridget because they were just a scramble of letters as their name. Okay. In Trinity Beach is selling this single man's race car bed. Oh, oh wow. That's, oh, my God. It's a my red son would kill Ferrari for that. Ferrari race car bed. It's amazing. She says it's almost new, okay. but then underneath it she said it's been used for a few years. Which doesn't okay. strike me as almost new. <laughs> oh my but God, anyway, I'm so confused. How much do you think Bridget in Trinity Beach is selling this for? Write down your answers so you you're don't written, cheat. I'm, I'm not saying until you've written something down. Write something down, Bronte. Oh, okay, I, I know I'm I'll wrong. I'll show you leash. Yeah. Cliffo has gone for 450. Oh. Bronte has gone for 120. These are expensive, Langers. For a second-hand bed, though, Bridget yeah. is selling the bed for a 190. Yeah! Point wow. to Bronte for one. <laughs> I want Legitimately, that bed. my son, he's four, about the same intelligence level of Langers. <laughs> that's, yes. That is, I don't know if she knows it, but that's a steal. I'll she could send, get so I'll much send you more the link, mate. Send me the link. Come on, up the ante, girl. Uh, next is Claire from Port Douglas is selling this Beatles collection. Oh, what's included? It's the full collection of uh, all the Beatles. Like records. Vi- 14 vinyls it's got. Holy. The front of it's signed. It oh. includes the White Album posters and photos of the band. It's a pretty impressive collection. I don't yeah. know why you would sell that. Beatles but... um, Beatles fanatics are insane. How many records did you say is in there? 14 vinyls. 14 vinyls. I've gone a cool 500. I've gone 200. Oh. Claire's selling it for 
780. You're kidding. Who is this woman? Have you been practising? Yes. It's what I spent my week off from COVID. I was just on Marketplace, like, Googling. Well, I'm telling you right now, Beatles woman is kidding herself. She's not going to get it. No, no, no. Race car bed lady, you are underselling yourself. Do you want to go try and get one on the board? Please. All right, last one for Fonzie. See if Cliff can get this. Vi from Clifton Beach is selling this deluxe collection of 1998 Australian stamps. Oh, why? Five. They, they look amazing. <laughs> it's a 56-page book of stamps. Wow. All from 1998. Stamps don't, like, run. They don't have a... They, you can use stamps from any age, right? What do you mean? I As in, like, think can so. you use a, a stamp from 1998 on a letter? Today? So you'd buy yeah, this yeah. just to use the stamps? <laughs> no, no, but I, they'd all be used, wouldn't they? Like, uh, I'm, I'm saying, I'm seeing it as like a stamp collector thing, or do stamp collectors do you collect well, used stamps? You, yeah, used, no, used stamps. Oh, there you go. All right, I've gone sixty dollars. Oh, I've got no bloody idea. I don't even, I'm throwing this one. I don't hundred dollars. Whatever. Hundred dollars. Vi is selling the 1998 Australian stamp collection for a hundred dollars. Oh wow. <laughs> my. See, you've just got to not care. Yeah. <laughs> that's what the aim of the game is. Yes. Well, that's my philosophy in life. It gets me through. <laughs> One of the best things about this job doing the radio langers is the people you hear from every day. Yeah. We heard from an exotic dancer called us just before 7.30. Told us how blokes like the liquor is. Yeah. Right. That's I didn't like... wake up this morning knowing no. I was going to have that conversation. I know. It's just, right? it's a blessing. It and is a, curse. a blessing. <laughs> so yesterday, one of the fun ones was Angie. So Angie called us for Can You Beat Bronte? Okay. Uh, you beat her, so great. I love it already. I know if she beat you, we wouldn't be allowed Absolutely to talk not. about her. Yeah, um, but Angie had a great job. Angie, the school tuck shop lady. Is your tuck shop, Angie, a healthy tuck shop? Of course. Oh. God, we've come a long way from the microwave pizzas, Right, the we? pizza pockets. Right, that's just the tip of the iceberg. But Angie then told us that she has to make pizzas from scratch every yes. day to make them healthy. Everything's got to be healthy. Probably natural and organic ingredients. Right. Mm. And it was interesting timing because after Angie uh, had the chat with us yesterday, I was on the popular news website pedestrian.org. Yeah. Yes. And a woman by the name of Bianca has written a great article on uh, tuck shops and how they've gotten real healthy. Oh, Bianca. So she put together her list of, I think she did like the top five, like um, tuck shop um, unhealthy day snacks or whatever. Yeah, because obviously tuck shops, as we when we went to school, there was no organic fresh ingredients. It was oh, just. Oh, there was no quinoa salad. No, it was slush puppies yeah. and sausage pizza rolls pockets. and, yeah, just warmed up stuff in the microwave yep. and put oh. in one of those silver, keep it warm, <laughs> warmer things. We whatever. had the brown paper bags. Everything so, came in a brown paper yeah, bag. Right. So I've put together Cliffo's top five tuck shop snacks from the unhealthy days. <laughs> Okay. Number five. Coming in at number five. And please feel free to interject here. Me? Yeah, you, anyone. Call if you want, <laughs> 13, 10, 60. Because Bianca did this, but um, I didn't agree with her ranking. Okay, so sure. I, I've done it again. So number five. Number five. Uh, the oak-flavoured chocolate milk. Mm, yep, yep. Uh, number four. Mammy Monster Noodles. <laughs> Excuse me? So this was more of, I think, a lunchbox inclusion, but I had to get this in the list somewhere. They were the yellow noodle packets that had a monster that looked like Grover. Oh, 
on them. So it was a yellow packet with like a blue monster. He was like Mr. Mammy on the front of the packet. And then you would just, you wouldn't cook the noodles. You would just eat them like with the sodium seasoning. You have just unpacked such a like beaten down memory of Mammy noodles. Right? Whoa, okay. I told you about And that's only number four. four. (laughs) Number three. Milo scoop shake. Yes. Ice cream in a cup. (laughs) You like that one? And the Milo chocolate bar. Like, do you remember when Milo had a chocolate, like a thick log of a Milo chocolate bar? But with like dried Milo on the inside. Oh, my God, they were so good. (laughs) Number two. Sausage rolls. Okay. I don't know if we had sausage rolls. We did have sausage rolls? Mm, We must have had pies and sausage rolls, surely. That's a staple. Where did you go to? Oh, gosh. Number one. Drum roll, please. Yeah, this is a big call. I don't know what this is. I'm nervous. For the number one, Cliffo's top five tuck shop snacks from the unhealthy days. The winner is pizza rounders. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What even are they? I think we had pizza pockets, like a similar just Same thing. doughy, bread, bready, pizza-filled button, right? Yeah. yeah. It was like a dough-filled, it was like a dough pocket yeah. <laughs> filled with what was supposed to be pizza toppings, pizza but <laughs> I just think it was some sort of mm. exotic goo yeah. pumped in at the factory. 100%. I okay. The only two things missing yeah. that I had at my primary Please, school touch up to, to the list were slash puppies. I would get a grape slash puppy. How are they able to serve them with the sour it's stuff just in it? Frozen sugar. No. And the other thing I would often get was the giant choc chip cookies. We had massive oh cookies, like literally Mate. as big as my face. Wash it down with an oak chocky milk. Yes. One of those pizza rounders. Heaven. <laughs> There's two women in radio who I admire a lot. One, of course, our own Bronte. Don't, don't, you don't have to. I um, gave you that payment for other stuff. Don't worry about that. But I appreciate it. You're coming in at number two, though, my oh, friend. Damn it. Uh, Fifi Box is someone who many Aussies would know and love. Takes out number one for me. Mm-hmm. I love Fifi Box. She's on Melbourne radio. You hear her occasionally on Hit up here. Um, you see her on the project and stuff like that. Um, but the news has come out that Fifi has opened up an OnlyFans for her feet. Oh, I didn't know this. The <laughs> the account is called Feet Feet Box. Nice, nice. Um, and she was inspired after I don't know this person, Larsa Pippen from the Real Housewives of Miami. Yeah, I know her. She, of course you do. Scotty Pippen's ex-wife. Of course. Yeah. There you go. So she set up a. I should know straight away. I love Scotty Pippen. Yeah. Well, there you go. Pippen, should know. Um, she raised forty-four grand on OnlyFans with pictures of her feet. This is the Pippin lady. Whoa! Right? So Fifi's heard this and gone, "That's sick." So so far, she's opened the OnlyFans. You can get on it for about ten bucks a month. Mm. She's only put four posts up so far. Um, like I said, feet, feet box, and all the money's going to charity. Oh, good. Okay, there you go. Which is awesome. But we have talked on this show before about, um, and nothing against Fifi here. I absolutely love Fifi and what she's doing, but I. Am not a feet guy. Right. Never have been. Don't like feet. Don't like my own feet. Don't like anybody else's feet. Not a feet guy. I see. But I thought, isn't it interesting? Like, I feel like everyone has that one thing that is, to me or to most people, an unsexy thing, Mm -hmm. but they find it sexy. So a lot of, like most people find feet 
you know, calloused and yeah, like yeah, they're yeah. literally the thing that connects us to the ground. Yes. Unsexy, but certain people find them very sexy. They do. They really, I think feet pics are, if you want to get on OnlyFans, not that I've looked into it, but if you want to do it, it's a way to, it's a gateway and you get You've totally money. looked into I it. I haven't looked into it. Uh, 131060 <laughs> got us thinking, what unsexy thing do you find sexy? Okay, so is this are we talking body parts or are we talking anything, anything. about could a be an person? action? Yeah, an action right. could be a trait, could be a body part. Something that isn't really considered sexy typically, but yeah. when your partner does it or when someone you fancy does it, you're like, yeah. that's quite sexy. Have you got, well I'll go to Leash first because I know she's freaky. She's got one. <laughs> what unsexy thing do you find sexy, Leash? Thank you for that. Uh, mowing the lawn, especially <laughs> with a shirt off. Oh my god. Alicia! So if Alicia's hanging out like beside a gym's mowing yeah, trailer or something this you afternoon, know why. You know, which was, if you see a, a blonde pommy woman <laughs> hanging around a gym's mowing trailer, you know what's going on. Okay, I think I know what mine is. Um, I like um, people opening boxes like parcels. What? <laughs> I like when people use their hands to like rip open a box. Oh, actually, no, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Open that parcel there, big I boy. Just, I just... <laughs> so Dylan is opening like a box, like a parcel that's been like delivered at the front door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he doesn't need a knife. No. Or... Just... I often use the car keys. No, he doesn't need it. He, he uses just... his brute strength to rip that thing out. We were at his parents' house around my birthday and they like gave me a present that was in a box. I was like, Dylan, I'll open it. <laughs> Dylan, we got to go. <laughs> 13, like 10, 60. Oh, no. That's so weird. It's not weird. Uh, what? Um, okay, judgment-free zone here because I think the weirder the better. Yes. What unsexy thing do you find sexy? Yes. Uh, for some people, it's feet. For some people, it's blokes mowing the lawn. Yep. For some people, it's opening up. Brown paper, paper packages tied up with string. Like, Look, I can't justify it. it maybe that's it. what the woman from The Sound of Music liked. <laughs> that's why it was one of her favourite things. Gracie, how are you? I'm not bad. How are you? Good, thank Good. you. Um, do you relate to this? Is there a traditionally unsexy thing that you find kind of hot? Okay, so I don't find it hot, but I find it very unsexy, but men in my company have found it very sexy. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so I'm a dancer and I um, have men often try and suck on my ears, or they do suck on my ears. Suck on your ears? <laughs> They suck on my ears and they really try to get it in there. Like they're, they're, they're sucking the whole thing sometimes. Like it's very Gracie. different. We're talking about ears. Like we ears on the top yeah. of the head here, guys. Yeah. Do you have particularly okay. sexy ears or something? Like do you have nice ears, Gracie? Uh, like well, what's the appeal? I don't know. Like I wear pretty earrings and stuff. Maybe that's like a thing for them. I'm not sure. But like they, they, they just always go for my earlobes. But it does get worse. Like... I don't know if you've ever smelt an earring when you've taken it out. Yeah. I have, yeah. yeah. And yeah. there's like that off cheese smell. Oh, Gracie. And, and I, and that's all I can think about why they're licking or sucking my ears. I get it. I don't think there's anything more unsexy than the smell of an earring out of an ear. Oh, my God. Uh, Talia is next. What unsexy <laughs> thing do you find sexy, Talia? Um, people shaving their beards. Oh, so not, not beards. People 
shaving their beards. Yeah, while they're doing it. Oh, what about it do you like? I don't know. I don't know if it's just the sound of it. I don't know if it's just, I don't know. It's just amazing. Right. <laughs> and Talia, have you ever had a bloke suck your ears? Oh, God, no. no don't answer it. Don't, don't answer it. Don't answer it. That was the Cliffo and Bronte podcast.